0: The truth is, acne doesn't always magically stop when we turn 20, and for some, it affects us even as adults. When adults suffer from pimples and breakouts, this is referred to as hormonal acne. On today's episode, we're going to explore some K-beauty hacks for hormonal acne, as well as some skincare products and ingredients that can help. Welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, founder, podcaster, and K-Beauty expert. And on this show, we explore the world of Korean beauty from the perspective of a foreigner who has been living and working in the industry uh, and is based on the ground here in Seoul. So welcome to the show. If this is your first time joining us, then a big warm welcome to you. If you are an old hand who has been around for a long time, and then welcome back. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Style Story, your go to for K Beauty. Shop up to 25% off at our Black Friday sale, which ends on midnight, Tuesday, 30th of November. You can visit StyleStory.com.au for full terms and conditions. And if you are just hearing about the Black Friday sale for the first time today, then don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. We give advance notice and access to all of our sales to our newsletter subscribers you will find a sign up button for the newsletter a short scroll down in today's show notes all right so kicking off the show this week with the k-beauty news headlines so there was an article doing the rounds uh about Song Hye-kyo and she is a very, very famous Korean actress and the headline was Song Hye-kyo reveals that washing her face with milk is the secret to her flawless skin. So the article was basically uh, revealing that the actress states that she warms up milk, like drinking milk, and applies it to her face by pouring it directly onto her skin at the last stage of her cleansing and that she does this to remove dead skin cells and penetrate deep into the skin to maintain her clear and clean skin so obviously i posted this in the in our uh, facebook group and a couple of people pointed out well hold on a minute isn't she the spokesperson for several korean beauty brands and obviously yes she is she has been an amore pacific house model i guess you could say uh, and has had a long affiliation with the brand for the last 20 or so years so this sort of came out and people were, you know, wondering what kind of milk is she using? You know, is this real? Does she really do this? The thing is with anyone in Korea that has a contract, and this is the same with uh, celebrities and idols and K-pop stars, anyone that has a contract with a cosmetic brand, you will find that they do not, Talk about other brands' products because they are contractually barred from doing so. So I imagine this is the same sort of thing. Now, whether or not Song Hye Kyo uses exclusively Amore Pacific products in her routine, who would even know? Uh, You know, I mean, gosh, they've got so many brands. It's possible that that's all she uses. But I think the reason that stories like this come out is probably more because you know she would be asked again and again and again by reporters and journalists. You know, well, what's the secret to your skin? And I think people might get annoyed if she just kept saying, oh, well, it's the latest, you know, whatever product from Solasu or from whatever brand she's promoting. She's worked with lots of the different um Amore Pacific brands over the years. I think when she first debuted, she was actually the spokesperson for Etude House. So, you know, over the years, she would have worked with so many of their different brands. It might get annoying, I imagine, if she just keeps running through the list of the different products that they're trying to promote. So who knows whether she actually does this? I mean, look, milk is not an unpopular skincare ingredient in a lot of different products, and the reasons that were given in the articles are actually why milk is popular, and that is because uh, it's high in alpha hydroxy acids, and that can help to, uh, to keep the skin healthy. Whether it's, it's also got lactic acid in it is the other big one, uh, and that you know can be useful for exfoliation. But whether applying raw milk like this, you know, heating it up and putting it on your face, I haven't personally tried it. I. I just feel like there are probably more cosmetically elegant ways to get the same results. But who knows? That was in the headlines this week. People were talking about it. Um, if there's anyone out there that would like to try it and report back and let us know, uh, get in touch because that I'm, I'm, interested, I'm interested to know but not interested enough to try it on my face um, is basically where I would put myself with that. So who knows whether she does that or not. But that was one in the headlines this week. Now, t- this week's question of the week this was a really good one. So I'm calling the question, why do some vitamin C serums smell like hot dog water? But in reality, the question was more, what product can I use that doesn't smell like hot dog water? But I thought this would be a good opportunity to talk about why some vitamin C serums seem to have a very particular smell to them. And then there are others that don't. Uh, Because I, I often see these kind of products talked about in the same category, whereas really, I think they're Probably quite different. Now the products that I tend to see these com- comments on are the ones that have a combination of three ingredients. L-ascorbic acid, which is pure vitamin C with ferulic acid and also vitamin E. So that was a combination that was patented by one Western skincare brand, but has been replicated over the years by a lot of different brands. So you will often see this as a combination. And in general, swooping generalization, those products do tend to have a slightly different smell to them. Now, while I was researching into this because I've seen some people say oh well it's because of the ferulic acid and you know who knows maybe it is L-ascorbic acid itself is actually scentless it doesn't have a scent to it by itself but obviously has a lot of problems with oxidization Uh, and because it is one of these ingredients that's quite finicky to work with when it reacts with other chemicals in a formula that can throw off different scents but I came across a really interesting article by uh, a journalist called Jessica body at the cut and she came to the conclusion that there is actually no scientific evidence or reason for some vitamin C serum smelling like hot dog water. And in in fact, she ended up talking to a scientist at the Karolinska Institute in Sweden in the end, because none of the dermatologists could agree. And he basically suggested that it could be that because so many people have come out and said, oh, it smells like hot dog water, that when you smell it, you're like, oh, yeah, okay I guess it does. So potentially, it doesn't actually smell like that. But because we've all agreed, that they have this funky smell to them that and we've you know put a label on it that everyone thinks that so i thought that was really really interesting but the long and short of it is this i think if you are particularly sensitive to that smell whatever we want to call it hot dog water smell or just you know a little bit metallic and off then you your best bet is going to be to avoid the products that do have that combination of elloscopic acid with ferulic acid and vitamin e and go for vitamin c products that are based on the fruit extracts for whatever reason they don't tend to have this smell to them and that is i think because they just are- are made on a different base ingredient. So in K-Beauty, you'll see things like Yuja, Tangerine. There's some Western products on the market with pineapple in them. So those are ones that you can opt for instead if you are looking for uh, vitamin C-based products, even C-Buckthorn. And another option altogether, if you want brightening results but just want to avoid that category is something like a propolis serum. So that would be my my long-winded answer to the question. If you are after a vitamin C product that doesn't, and you really hate that hot dog water smell, then go for something like that. Fruit-based, propolis, uh, something that derives its vitamin C from something other than L-ascorbic acid uh, and with a combination of those other chemicals. So I hope, I hope that's helpful. Uh, I know I, that's a really, really common one I see people complaining about. They're like, oh, I just can't stand the smell of it. I had to stop using it because it was so overpowering. So if you fall into that category, then there are some other options out there for you. And I guess let's get stuck into today's topic, which is all about hormonal acne. Now, when it comes to acne, I think a lot of people think of acne as a teenage issue. It's something that you get when, you are you know, your hormones are all out of whack. You've got really oily skin, perhaps. You didn't have a skincare regimen. Acne was, you know, everyone had it. But unfortunately, it is not uncommon for people who didn't suffer from teenage acne to see pimples pop up in their 20s and even 30s. And I think adult, adult hormonal acne in particular can be quite isolating Because it might be the first time that you've ever gone through that before and you kind of feel like there's a difference between, you know, maybe you and your work colleagues and your friends. Acne in general can be really debilitating. Uh, I've spoken about my personal experience on the show before. It can have a really big impact on your emotional well-being, your self-esteem, your confidence, your anxiety levels. Um, I know I used to avoid going out um, with my friends on the weekend if my acne, if I felt like my acne was too bad because I just didn't want to have to deal with it. So I think, look, that is a common experience for a lot of different people. But if you are experiencing it for the first time as an adult, it can really do a number on your self-esteem. There are a lot of things that you can do to assist your skin through hormonal acne that will help to get it back to normal. So today I want to run through, firstly, what hormonal acne actually is, and then why it happens, and some K-beauty products that you can use to help. Now, obviously, hormonal acne, it is a category of acne, but it is still acne. So a lot of the same, I guess, principles are going to apply. The causes of this type of acne can be genetic, but they can also be hormonally triggered. So People will often experience it if they have maybe gone onto the pill for the first time, gone off the pill. I know a lot of people, women that are on using the contraceptive pill. Maybe you come off it because you want to, you know, try and have a baby, and people's skin can go absolutely crazy. Uh, and it can be really, really difficult to deal with. Like I, I know in my in my social circle as well. You know, people have been so put off by the breakouts and things like that. They're like, I'm tempted to just go back onto it. So this is a really, really common problem, and you will often see it pop up around the jawline, the chin, and what we call the perioral region, which is around the mouth. And the breakouts themselves can be anything from whiteheads, cysts, inflammatory lesions. They can be quite big. Uh, Now, hormonal acne does can happen to anyone but it does most commonly occur in women Uh, and other times that it can flare up is during pregnancy and menopause so when it happens in pregnancy that can be a really really tough one because already you are feeling so many feelings and emotions and of course there are less treatment options available to you when you are pregnant uh, just because of you know the concerns around drugs passing through and into the fetus so that can be a particularly distressing time to get these kind of breakouts Uh, but if it is of any comfort i guess it is to know that it is not Uh, it's not just you alone that's suffering from it. Acne is actually the most common skin condition in the world. And the statistics show that it affects nearly 80% of the US population at some point in their lives. So this is a really, really common one. I know when you're experiencing it and you you can feel like you're the only person in the world, but if I don't know if that's of any comfort, if you are currently going through it, but you aren't alone. So this is a very, very common experience for a lot of people. Now, fungal acne, the difference between fungal acne and hormonal acne is something that we've talked about on the show before. So if you are concerned that maybe you're not, dealing with hormonal acne, but you're dealing with something else, then go back and have a listen to that episode in detail. Basically, the need to know is that fungal acne pops up when an excess of yeast develops on the skin, whereas hormonal acne is caused by excess sebum. So fungal acne, you will often notice things like itchiness, whereas that will not occur with hormonal acne. So take a listen back to that episode if you aren't quite sure. Uh, But otherwise, a doctor will be able to to diagnose you, a doctor or a specialist, if you're just not quite sure, because the treatment options for those two different types of acne as you would expect because the causes are different the treatment options are also quite different so in short hormonal acne what we're looking at here is acne caused by an excess of sebum production now our skin relies on the balance of two hormones which are androgen and estrogen and when these two basically fall out of harmony with each other the result can be acne so androgens stimulate the growth of our sebaceous glands and then increase sebum production, whereas estrogen works in the opposite way and slows down sebum production. So anytime these two are out of whack, breakouts can occur. Uh, And similarly, when our estrogen levels drop, which happens especially before our period, that's also another time that we can experience uh, breakouts as well. So Before I jump into what you can do to actually control hormonal acne, let's take a quick ad break. All right, so over to the Star Story website to have a look at some of the new releases on the site. Now, the first one is Round Labs Docto Toner. So, this has been a really, really popular product in Korea for the last couple of years, and we have just released the supersized version, the 400ml version. So, this is a really great uh, product for exfoliating and moisturizing the skin for a healthy, dewy complexion. It has won multiple awards in Korea and is really, really popular here on the ground. Uh, The second product is Innisfree's Aloe Revital Soothing Gel, and this is another jumbo size product, 300 ml So this is a really, really great one, particularly for Aussies who are going into summer. Aloe is such a great ingredient for calming down the skin, particularly if you have seen a little bit too much sun. It's really, really nice and soothing. And the aloe in this, as you would expect from Innisfree, is from Jeju Island. And what they're using is the fleshy part of the plant rather than using Using all the plant, and that helps to prevent moisture loss as well. And the third new release is Dr. G's Red Blemish Clear Cream. So this is another really popular product on the ground here in Korea. It contains Five Seeker Complex uh, and it's perfect for skin that is. has been irritated by anything external. So if you're wearing a COVID mask, if your skin has just been, you know, really, really under a lot of stress, then this is the perfect kind of moisturizer to reach for. The texture I would call ideal for oily and combination type skins. Uh, It has been tested on sensitive skin and it can also be used on acne prone skin types as well. So if you are after some new K-beauty releases, go and check those out on StarStory.com okay so what can we actually do to control hormonal acne now obviously the frustrating thing is when we're dealing with hormones a lot of that is largely outside of our control Some things that can help are things like reducing your stress levels and increasing your sleep time. Uh, Obviously, when your body is fully rested, this can just assist in rebalancing your hormones, calming down those stress reactors, and they are responsible for a lot of different issues, and acne is one of them. Now, the other big thing is it's really important, I know this is so tempting, is to avoid picking and squeezing because what can happen is not only can you aggravate it and aggravate the skin, you can actually spread the bacteria over your face. So look, if you are in highly polluted area, that's going to have an impact as well. So if you are in somewhere that, you know, gets bad dust or things like that, try and avoid being outside on days like that, because that will just irritate your skin even further. Uh, and then finally, obviously, our skincare routine can be helpful uh, and assist when you're suffering from an outbreak. So that's what I'm going to run through today. Uh, now these are all non-medical um, you know, options to look at for your skincare. So obviously I am not a doctor, I am not a dermatologist. If you do feel like you need professional help, maybe you've tried a lot of different things and nothing's working, obviously I would definitely always suggest to go and speak to a medical professional, but that's not to say that there aren't some non-medicated things that can help with uh, hormonal acne as well. And they're some of the types of things that I am far more qualified to talk about rather than the medical prescription side of things. Uh, So I'm going to run through them. So look, when we're dealing with any type of acne, we want to keep the skin nice and clean. But that is not the same thing as over cleansing. So a lot of people, you know, really rude people, I think, say things like, "Oh, well, you know, it's only caused by a dirty face. Or, oh, have you cleaned your face?" And I think Hearing comments like that can cause some people to go into overdrive with the cleansing and just, you know, go go hell for leather and just cleanse all day. You really don't need to clean your skin more than twice a day. And in particular, I think... Uh, Harsh cleansers can be a really big culprit when it comes to skin issues. I know cleansers are one thing that people go you can just use anything it's not on your face for a very long period of time and you're washing it off anyway so it doesn't matter and that's just not true. Using harsh cleansers uh, particularly on skin that is already damaged, sensitized and weakened, which skin that uh, has acne often is, what it does is strips the skin of its the oils in the skin and can just irritate it even further. So your nighttime routine is really, really important because for a couple of reasons. Number one, we want to make sure that anything we've put on during the day, be that uh, sunscreen, makeup or whatever, that it comes off. And also your nighttime is when your skin replenishes and recovers itself while you sleep. So it's really important that we have cleared away any makeup, sunscreen, sebum, whatever has built up throughout the day before going to bed. Uh, and this also gives The rest of your skincare the best chance of penetrating the skin and working effectively. So obviously, the double cleanse is what I would suggest to start with. I'm not going to go into that in any more detail because I feel like we talk about this every single week. Now, when it comes to your exfoliation for uh, acne-prone skin, obviously there are your chemical exfoliants and there are your manual exfoliants as well. Uh, Now. I think a lot of people tend to think, um, especially these days, that manual exfoliants are more harsh and therefore I'll avoid them and just go for the chemical options. The big problem I often see with the chemical ones is that people go over the top without realizing it and then they end up with over exfoliation down the track. Uh, So it might not be as obvious, but the damage and inflammation can build up over time. So it's up to you how much you think your skin can take but for me personally, particularly when I have a breakout, I like to opt for something that I know exactly what I'm putting on my skin, how long it's on there for, and exactly what uh, kind of exfoliating I'm doing. And so I often opt for something like a clay mask just because you know how long it's on your skin for. You can cleanse, you can wash it off before it starts drying the skin out. And there's no worry with accumulated damage and build up over time that you aren't noticing. So that is one tip that I will give you. Don't be tempted to just go hell for leather on the uh, harsher exfoliants because that kind of damage can build up over time. Uh, for your toners, K-Beauty has a lot of really, really great toners that ha- have a lower concentration of these chemical exfoliants and acids. COSRX's BHA Clarifying Toner is one of them, nice and gentle product uh, that can help control excess oil and sebum while also nourishing the skin. When it comes to your serums, there are a whole lot of different options. Uh, I did a big special last year running through the different kind of ingredients that you might like to look out for. For uh, when we're dealing with acne, Tea Tree is one of my favorites. Uh, When it comes to K-Beauty products, the leaf extract, the Tea Tree leaf extract is often what we're talking about rather than uh, the oil. So iUnique has their Tea Tree Relief Serum, which is a really beautiful product for red, irritated, and sensitive skin it's free from fragrance essential oils and alcohol so that's a great option other ones to look out for are things like it's and trees mugwort spot saver ampoule uh, mugwort is a really really great ingredient as well lots of different options for you at your serum step and then for your moisturizer this will vary a little bit depending on if your skin is you know dry or whether it is oilier if you are oilier or on the combination side you can opt for something like uh, iunix centella calming gel cream Uh, centella being a really really good ingredient obviously for skin that is sensitized uh, and that has a nice calming cooling effect on the skin Uh, but if you are after something heavier because you do have uh, you know a drier skin then i would be looking for a heavier option than that because that one is just going to be too light. Spot treatments as well. There are a lot of different options out there that you can use. Uh, COSRX has one that is great for when the spot is sort of on its way out and it can help the redness just go away quicker. Pimple patches are obviously a must, I think. Uh, And they just uh, not only do they protect it from outside irritants, but they stop you from picking at it as well and keep it covered, which is so, so important. So ingredients to look out for. Now, a whole heap of great ingredients that are perfect for hormonal acne, normal acne, any type of acne. The first one I've got on the list is not technically not an ingredient, but hydrocolloid. This is a uh, Uh, wound dressing essentially this kind of uh, technology began in hospitals but it has been adapted as just an ordinary skincare solution and essentially what it does is it creates a moist environment that the pimple can actually you know uh, get better inside of that environment Uh, and the gelling agent Used in hydrocolloid is water binding, which means that it draws fluid to it. So there are a lot of pimple patch products on the market these days that have ingredients in them. Uh, I personally don't use products like that just because they can tend to dry the skin out. I think plain hydrocolloid does a perfect job of uh, protecting the spot while it's healing. So I would I would just stop for something like that. But you know your mileage may vary. Particularly if you are getting really big inflamed lesions and stuff like that that is not the kind of thing that pimple patches should be used on uh, if you are getting these really infected spots that is just don't put a patch on top of things like that they're really used for uh, whiteheads and things that just you know have a little bit of a little bit of liquid in the top but they're not really angry red uh, sore if you've got a sore spot that is not the, the type of thing to be putting a pimple patch on I see that that's a bit of a common uh, mistake so just be careful what kind of things you're putting your pimple patches on they're not supposed to replace medical treatment um, so if you do need medical treatment to go and have something lanced or maybe you know dealt with I would I would recommend doing that Tea Tree, as we've spoken about, a really great ingredient to help calm the skin down and clear redness. There are so many great Tea Tree options in K-Beauty. Uh, Dr. Cirical has a Tea Tree pure fine Toner, which is really nice. Uh, Unique's Tea Tree Belief Serum, like we spoke about, uh, so many products. So keep an eye out for those ones. Aloe Vera as well can be a really nice one to relieve stress on the skin, rehydrate and soften the skin. Uh, and again, it's a really popular ingredient in K-Beauty. You will see it. Tosung has their Pure Aloe Vera Mask. Benton has uh, an Aloe Propolis Soothing Gel. They also have their Benton Aloe BHA Skin Toner, which is a really nice product even for people with sensitivities. It does have BHA in it, but I've used it on my really, really sensitive skin with no problems. So I can, I can uh, recommend that one as well. Uh, and then, of course, Innisfree also has uh, an Aloe mist. Uh, and uh, their aloe gel as well. So lots and lots of different options to look out for. Now, snail secretion filtrate is another good one, uh, and that is because it contains a lot of things naturally that are great for the skin, things like proteins, elastin, glycolic acid, hyaluronic acid, and copper peptides. They're just all naturally in snail mucin. So that can be a really, really great one for people that are suffering from break- breakouts. Obviously, K-Beauty is famous for snails, so there are a lot of options. Uh, some that I would suggest taking a look at are Benton's Snail Bee Mask. That's a really nice product. Unique has their black Black Snail Restore Serum, uh, COSRX's Advanced 96 Snail Mucin Essence, which was, of course, voted one of this year's uh, Best of K Beauty Award winners at the People's Choice Awards at Star Story, and also April B's Black Snail Healing Cream. That is a great one to look into if you are uh, on the slightly drier side. That is not the best option for really oily skin types, but it is a really good option for people that are a little bit older who are experiencing hormonal acne. Uh, Green tea is another great ingredient because it is good for soothing the skin. It can help with redness. Uh, It's got lots and lots of different uh, amino acids, minerals, polyphenols, proteins, which are really great for the skin. Uh, And again, this is such a popular ingredient you will find in so many K-Beauty products. Uh, It's Tree has their Green Tea Fresh Toner. Uh, Innisfree has a whole green tea line. They've got their foam cleanser. They've got the Green Tea Cream they've got an eye cream even, they've got a sleeping mask, Uh, so go and check that out if you are into green tea. And then uh, I've also got propolis on my list. You guys know that is one of my all-time favorite ingredients. It is a naturally occurring substance made by bees. It's full of um, anti-inflammatories, antibacterial effects. So that makes it a really great uh, fit for acne-prone skin. Uh, and the, again, propolis and K-Beauty are like a, an old love story. So you will just find it in so many different uh Products. Tosuong is obviously really, really famous for their uh, propolis products. They've got their propolis brightening essence, their sparkle ample. Uh, Iunique has a propolis vitamin synergy serum that's really popular. Uh, April Bee's bee pollen propolis serum was one of this year's Best of K Beauty award winners, People's Choice Award for Serum as well. So that's another really great one to check out. And that texture is perfect. Perfect for people with a range of different skin types. So check that one out. Uh, centella asiatica another really great one another one that k-beauty has really really spent so much time researching and perfecting uh, so centella asiatica you will also see it referred to as Sika and tiger's grass uh, and that contains proteins better carotene it's got essential fatty acids and phytochemicals so it was originally known for its restorative effects and wound heal wound healing characteristics now the wound healing part, you won't see that those kind of claims being made in the majority of K-beauty products just because, again, we're talking about skincare and not drugs here. Uh, but so many Sika products on the market. Uh, one Thing has their Centella Asiatica Toner, uh, which is a really nice watery texture. Dr. Jart has an entire Sika Pair line. Uh, and one product at Style Story that is flying off the shelves at the moment is the Sika Pair color correcting recover cream and that is just such a great product it's a makeup product it's like a cc cream uh, to co- correct the redness in the skin so check that out if you are after something that can uh that has skincare benefits but does offer just some coverage of the redness as well that is a really popular product that every every day we just seem to sell more and more of them so that's a really great one uh and then iunique obviously has their centella bubble Foam cleanser, their Centella calming gel cream as well. So many, many options for uh, Centella, and then of course you have your acids, which is you know your alpha hydroxy acids, your beta hydroxy acids, your polyhydroxy acids. Lots and lots of different options. But uh, as I always say, just use caution when you are introducing these kind of products to your routine particularly when it is on skin that is already damaged and uh, stressed out. And that is just because even though you might not necessarily see them working straight away, things will be working uh, underneath the skin at the chemical level. So they're the kind of products that if you go too hard too soon, the, the damage will show up later down the track. Um, so just be careful. But I would recommend to start with the lowest strength. And in that case, KBD products are great for that kind of thing because they will often have a much lower strength than um, the comparable Western products. Some by me's AHA, BHA, PHA line is a really, really popular line on Star Story as well. So you can check that one out. Now, that is a whole lot of information I know that we have run through today. So if you are suffering from hormonal acne and you want a skincare routine that's tailored for you, please feel free to reach out to either me or the Star Story team. We are always here to help you find your perfect matches for your skin. As I mentioned, I'm not a doctor, so I can't offer medical advice or, you know, prescribe anything like that, but it's skincare we're talking about here and skincare can help with all of the other things that you're doing as well. So that is all I had for you for today's episode. I hope you've picked up a couple of tips. uh, And just to know that you're not alone. This is a really, really common problem. Uh, Lots of people go through it. So, you know, don't feel like you're a pariah or, you know, you're the odd man out. Um, I know from firsthand experience, it can be really, really draining and damaging waking up every day and seeing you know your skin but There are lots of things out there that can help these days, especially. So you are not alone. It is only temporary. Uh, And, you know, always feel free to reach out. You can find me on Instagram. I am at lauren.kbeauty. If you ever want to chat hormonal acne, skincare or anything else, I'd love to hear from you. All right. Until next week, I will see you on Star Story.